And so where where I come from, we you know we we had to wait for the check, you know, and there was this one instance where you know it was I think it was a Wednesday or a Thursday and. Um, it's coming close to the end of the month and food is getting scarce. You know, there's three, three kids and a, and a, an adult to feed. And so Wednesday comes, Wednesday goes, food is a little low. Thursday comes, food is low. And so my mom's like, Hey, you know, the check is going to come. And that check is the, uh, that's the, the, the food stamps, you know, and they're coming in the mail. And so we're waiting for it, waiting for it. And that Friday comes and no check. And so, you know, there's very little food and we're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's Saturday. No big deal. Saturday. So we start to get creative. I think that's, you know, uh, a lot of the, the, the younger population talk about these struggle meals and stuff like that. I, and I, I think it's 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 really it's both sad and funny actually, because I remember at least half of those meals. I'm like, man, that's that's actually not funny. That was that was Wednesday for me, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, we got creative in the kitchen, and that's when your syrup sandwiches and your fried bologna sandwiches start coming out. You know, you start getting creative with, you know, how you how you prepare your culinary cuisines, right? You start getting fancy and you start using sauces in the, in the, in the pantry you had never used in weeks, you know, you start using barbecue sauce on stuff you had never used it. <laughs> you know, so you, you, you get creative, right? There's also no food. And so we're, you know, but that's no big deal Saturday. So we wake up Saturday morning um, hungry, but hopeful. Uh, and so Saturday afternoon comes, mail comes around four, you know, five o'clock. And so my mom says, I'm going to leave to go check the mail. Right. And so she's checking the mail pretty much, you know, at this point, every, you know, 15, 20 minutes just to see if, you know, if she had missed it. It doesn't come. And so the worry starts to set in, right? This is bad. There is literally no food anymore. Any creative sandwich or variation of food that we could have come up with is no longer an option. We have exhausted all resources. And you grow up in a community where everybody's struggling. So, you know, people are willing to give, but of what, you know, so canned goods, you know, you try to get people to provide canned goods or, you know, something as a, as a way of nourishment and there isn't much to go around. And my mom was a prideful person. And so she wasn't up for asking for handouts, even when things were looking like dire, you know, she was not one. She was very proud, proud in in that regard. Um, so we waited. And so the, 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 the reality set in that, that Saturday night that uh, we're not going to go to the grocery store this weekend at all. And so then what do you do? 
you know, it's, it's something when you're hungry, you know, it's hard to focus. It's hard to be engaged. Heck, I will go as far as that. It's really hard to be authentic when you're hungry because food becomes a bartering chip. And so we went that entire Saturday looking for, I mean, just whatever we could eat. Um, I, I mean, uh, ketchup packets, honey packets, you know, um, you know, whatever we could find. It, it was, it was, it was survival mode. This is bad. And so Sunday comes, Sunday morning comes. And when you wake up Sunday morning and the first thing to greet you is your stomach, it's different. It's a different way to live. It's a different way to experience life. And so my brother and sister, you know, we, you know, we did what we could. You know, I always leaned on laughter uh, in moments like this because I just love to laugh, right? And so I, you know, try to joke with my brother and laugh with my sister and there wasn't much laughing because laughing takes energy. There wasn't much going outside and playing either. We stayed in the house. My mom said, don't you dare ask for no food, right? Because when we were going to friend's house to go just get out of the house, try to get out of the house, she would warn us and say, don't ask for food. That weekend, the last time we had consumed any level of calorie was on Saturday evening. And so that entire Sunday and part of Monday, right, until you got to school, uh, there was there was no food. And so I remember that moment. I'm like, dude, that sucked. Man, what a bad experience. That's and most people would be in agreement with me, right? That's not a that's not something you you want to put on your vision board, you know? But it had a purpose. I didn't know it, nor did I care to know it at that time. Some years later, I was packing my bags and loading up for what the Marines called the crucible. And it was a three-day, 54-mile hike with, like, I think, two and a half meals or something like that for the, for the entire duration of the, of the exercise. And so I'm packing my bags and I'm nervous and it's, it, this is the last like week of boot camp. And so everyone's exhausted. I mean, those who have made it this far, I mean, these are tried and true young men going up through this crucible here. And we've been through a lot together and individually. And I'm packing my bags and they hand us our meals. And one of the drill instructors says, 
this is going to have to last you for a while. And then he says in this, this, this really sly and, and kind of uh, tongue-in-cheek kind of way, like, bet you guys ain't used to this. And as he walks off, and I said underneath my breath, with a calm and yet assured confidence, I have. You see, we went through that three-day exercise. We walked and hiked, and we called it in the Marines, humping. We humped for miles, miles and miles at a time. Only to stop and do exercises around combat training and things like that. And at the end, when we got to what they called the, I forget the name of the mountain, but this is like mile up the mountain you had to climb to the end. And this was loose dirt. After 54 miles of hiking, everyone's hungry, everyone's tired. Your boy Jason, though, he's not that tired. You see, because when I was young and we were homeless, we walked everywhere. I wish there were Fitbits back then. I probably would be giving some of these people today a run for their money. You know, we walked everywhere because we couldn't afford to take the bus. And I mean, you know, actually, we weren't going anywhere specific. So. And so when we came to the hiking portion, I didn't do so bad. And then as the days went on and we were looking at this giant uphill battle literally in front of us, you know, Marines, these young men who wanted to be Marines, some of them were falling like flies. It's tough. It took so much out of you. Like they really wanted to weed out those who wanted to be there versus those who were just pretending. And so we embarked up this hill and every step you could feel it. And so I walked up this mountain one step after another. Before I knew it, I was halfway there. And I'm like, holy crap, I'm doing it. And I look back and there's a gentleman holding on to my pack. He's too tired to go on by himself. And so I let him hold on to my pack and I say, hold on, we're going. And so I grab on to his blouse. He grabs onto my pack and we go up this mountain. All the way, he's saying, I'm tired. I'm like, I am too. We get to the top. One of the most amazing feelings of my life. You see, when you get to the top, you can see all of the base. You can see the entire base. The sun is absolutely gorgeous. The rest, I'll say for those who 
make the commitment and go to the crucible. I think that's only deserving. But I can tell you that it's one of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen. You see, it's not about defining the moment in the moment. Because we don't know what that's going to give us. We don't know what we're going to learn from it. We don't know who it's going to make us. It could be good. It could be bad. But it's just too soon to tell. Our life is constantly unfolding. And that's the beauty. Every experience in our life is but a stroke towards the masterpiece we will become if we aren't so quick to label our experiences. I've never been so hungry in my life, and I pray I never get that hungry again. But good Lord, am I grateful. Oh, I'm so grateful. It helped. That day and a half made me fit to fight the most challenging experience of my life. So if to the fit goes the fight, do be mindful not to label your experiences right in the moment. You don't know what it's going to teach you. So if you haven't liked, like, if you haven't subscribed, please do. And if you haven't shared this, my goodness, what in the world? are you doing share it I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen and understand my name is Jason Gillette and I just want to talk thank you so much